Good morning, everyone. Welcome to our communion table. Let's uh, give God a moment of silence, confessing our sins and inviting God to cleanse and strengthen us. And uh, let's be quiet before the Lord. Dear God, our Heavenly Father, we come to you quietly. We come to you with humility and with gratefulness. We thank you for what you have done on us through Christ Jesus, your only begotten Son. You sent him into this world. You let him live a sinless life, and he voluntarily died the most excruciating death, literally, in order to pay for our sins. And he did this because of love for us and obedience to you. Thank you for your plan. Thanks for your election before the foundation of the world of a group of human beings to finally accepting, accept your love and becoming part of a group, a collection of people called the Bride of Christ. And we are not saved by our merits, but by your sovereign will, by the love of Christ through his redemption and by the love of the Holy Spirit through the regeneration and the indwelling and the sanctification and the future uh, glorification. All of this is due to your sovereign will. So we come to you to thank you and we pray that even though we are still falling short of perfection, which is the goal you have set before us, to become like you, our Father in heaven, to be perfect. But we fail to do that on this earth. We have been bathed clean by the blood of Jesus, but we walk on this earth and we still sin in words, in mouth, uh, and in the actions, and many times in the thoughts. We come to you to confess these things and we pray for your forgiveness and we pray for empowerment to change us, to transform us, to become like Christ. And we are willingly to listen to the Holy Spirit and obey your commandment. Let you chisel us to become the statue of Christ. And uh, whatever pain is temporary, temporary, and uh, the glory is everlasting. We pray that your will be done on us uh, on us um, now and forever. And we pray that this remembrance through today's communion will be a, a boost of power, of divine power in us to make us into Christ's image and for his glory alone. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Please deliver these elements.
We've been reviewing Christ in Isaiah, right, for a long time in our communion devotional, and we're nearing its end. In Isaiah, we found a well-structured design. It has four songs of the servants and four supplements for the four songs, four uh, songs of the Messiah and four odes of Zion. The fourth ode of Zion is the longest and the most glorious, just like the fourth gospel is the most glorious in declaring the nature of Christ. So the fourth um, ode of Zion, uh, it on the one sense, it condemned Israel as a physical nation. Without the Holy Spirit, it failed the law and then they end up condemned. But on the other hand, he also promised the resurrection of the spiritual Israel and the even the full kingdom with both physical and spiritual Israel at the end. So this is a few verses talking about at the end time, a resurrected state of Israel, which also has a having a soul. Okay? That right now the spirit of it state of Israel has a body but not a soul yet because they don't know Christ yet, but it will. So look at uh, Isaiah 66, 7 through 9. Before she uh, travailed, she brought forth. Before her pain came, she gave birth to a boy. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such a thing? Can a land be born in one day? Can a nation be brought forth at once? As soon as Zion travailed, she also brought forth her sons. Shall I bring to the point of birth and not give delivery, says the Lord? Or <coughs> shall I, who gives delivery, <coughs> shut the womb, says your God? So it is God who will let Israel give birth to the new Israel. Okay? It's not even Israel itself doing it. <laughs> God will resurrect a state of Israel. He seems to have done that now, but then this one doesn't believe Christ. So it has no soul. It has a body, but no soul. Okay? It's dry bones without flesh <laughs> and without mind. But it will come after the tribulation, and then they will all believe in Christ, and they will live in physical bodies into the millennium, which is the thousand-year reign of Christ on the earth. But we, the church, who have already been glorified, will be ruling with Christ over the resurrected Israel and the world that they have spread the gospel to during the tribulation. Okay. So remember who you are. We are not replacement of the physical Israel. You don't want to be the physical Israel. That will be a downgrade of us. We are an extended spiritual Israel. Among the Israelites, not everybody is a true Israelite. Some of those who believed in Christ became true Israelites. That's the disciples. That's the Christians, the Jewish Christians. But because the church was defined by the spirit and not the bloodline, that's why it, it spilled over the nation. It went into the, all nations, and that's what we are. So we are of the same nature with the spiritual Israel, having the same Holy Spirit. But we are not physical Israelites. We're not descendants of I Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Okay? We are not their replacement. They exist. The physical Israel exists today as non-believers mostly. And uh, at the end time, God will save a remnant from them. And that does not prove these people's righteousness. On the other hand, it actually condemns them 
But when they accept that they should be condemned because of their unbelief, they are born again. Okay? It's just they are born again so late, they enter with physical body into the millennium. We who are born again before the second coming of Christ, we will be already glorified at that time. So it's all God's grace on his two chosen people. One chosen for the physical kingdom, Israel. One chosen for the spiritual kingdom, that's the church. Okay. It's all God's grace. And uh, we have gotten grace upon grace. So let's be grateful and let's obey with all our might because we want to please him who loves us the most. Who can love us as much as Christ who gave us his life? There's no more than that. So take his life as our life, give our life, and then live his life. The body of Christ gave us on the cross, and the blood of Christ was shed on the cross. Let's take both of them in remembrance of him. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for coming into this world to reveal who God is, what truth is, what love is. And by knowing you, we can know your Father, who's now become, becoming our Father. We thank you for your sacrifice, for your love, and then we glorify you for your position, your glory, and then we hope and expect for your second coming. We pray that during the time of waiting, we will remain faithful to your name and you will keep on sanctifying us through your spirit. And we pray that when we see you, you will call us faithful. And we do this for your name and your glory. Amen.